Hey everybody, thanks so much for tuning in today. This is Des from The Wellness Project. I'm so excited for you to listen to today's episode because I interview the amazing, the magical Patty Negri. Patty is a psychic medium, good witch, a regular on the Travel Channel's show Ghost Adventures, owner of the production company Brain Brew Entertainment, senior vice president and chief examiner of the American Federation of Certified Psychics and Mediums, podcast host, and now international best-selling author of Old World's Magic for the Modern World, tips, tricks, and techniques to balance, empower, and create a life you love. That is all a mouthful. I cannot get over how much Patty does. It's absolutely incredible. I am so excited for you to hear everything she is up to, everything she does, and she has so many wellness tips and tricks for you. And I think you're really going to love this episode. So I will delay no longer. Let's now talk to Patty Negri. Everyone, I am so excited. I am here with Patty Negri, psychic medium and good witch. Patty, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Desiree. I am thrilled to be here. Thank you for having me on. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so excited. So I love that you are someone that just does it all. This is a little off topic of what I want to get into, but I just have to ask. So many people are multi-passionate. They're told to focus on one thing, focus on one area in their life, but you've really made it work for you. So before we get into your history and your book and your podcast and everything, do you have any words of wisdom or advice for people that have many hobbies or interests or passions? Yeah. Follow your passion, follow your heart. That is where you're going to be the happiest. And when you're the happiest, you're the most successful. Success does not bring happiness. Happiness brings success. If you're standing at the crossroads and you don't know which way to go, go either way, go to the left path. And then if you see the right path, looks good, then you go to the right path. So what you're taking the windy path. It's the scenic route. You're moving. It's good. I love that. And I love that you've made it work for you. When I was looking up everything that you were doing, there was just more and more and more. And I was like, oh my gosh, she does everything. Like, I love that. It's so inspiring to people. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And it's, it's again, it's that doing this, doing that, and probably more of what I've done than you even have read. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure about that. <laughs> my stint as a nurse, my emergency medical attack, running a pet star. It just, yeah, just follow your passions. Wow. I love that. I love that. I'm really, I'm really glad that I asked. I love that advice. Before we get into your international bestseller, I want to take it back to the beginning. When and how did you know that you had medium abilities? As soon as I could talk, I am pretty sure. When I was a little kid, I was pretty shy, but three or four, I just knew that those supposed imaginary friends little kids have weren't imaginary at all literally and so cliche and classic the guy in the closet and the little funny things under the bed but they weren't imaginary they i can get real information have real conversations tell my mom stuff that was real true in fact um i really do think kids have the gift so much early man did we were intuitive we had instinct but it's just in our very non-mystical modern Western society. We've taken the mysticism and magic out of everything, even our religion. So I think kids have it and it gets taught out of them. Oh, that's your imagination, Bobby. Oh, that's your, hmm, not always. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, on any level, kids are just, they're so intuitive. They know how we're feeling. They know kind of what we're thinking. They hear things that you could be in another room and they know what you're talking about. They're just so intuitive. And I think as we get older, 
that just goes away. Like you said, I don't know if it gets taught out of us. I don't know if it's different because we're so connected to phones and screens now that we're not paying attention to the world around us. But yeah, I agree. I think it's much more in children than in adults. Yeah. I, well, I think it's all of it. Number one, I'm, I very much work even with my clients, left brain, right brain, your left is your reasoning, rational, logical brain that gets us through life. This is where I live. This is how I pay my rent. This is what I do with my work. That left brain is necessary. But it's our right brain, that creative or artist or spiritual or intuitive brain where the magic exists. But you can't use one against the other. You can't have an intuitive thought, grandma's going to call her, grandma's standing behind, and then try to logicalize it. You shut it down. You have to learn to dance between the two, and then they support each other. Yeah, absolutely. And how did you keep your intuition all of these years? I became a seeker. I was raised without any religion, which was probably really good. So nothing I did was evil or dark or anything like that. But I would drive by a, a church or a synagogue or a temple or a forest, and I would see the energy and I was so drawn to it. And I think I was 13 by the time I was really brave enough to go. I wanted to go to a church, I think, something with a friend. And I, I would have almost felt safer going, can I go to a rave or an orgy? Because I just didn't understand this religion. And once my mom said, you could do anything you want, I'm like, ah, and I went everywhere. I studied every religion and philosophy, and I still do. I see energy, and the true line is energy that ties everything together. So you know, there's truth in everything. It doesn't, it's almost like a template, whatever words you put on top, typical Judeo-Christian words or pagan words or new age words or scientific academic words. The truth at the bottom is always the same. So it just has always been intriguing to me. I'm my grandfather's daughter, but on the opposite door where he studied everything and thought none of it was necessary. I study everything and think all of it has a truth. But now I read his books and it's like, oh, we say the same thing. We just use different words, like I just said. There was a moment when I was young out of high school and stuff in the 80s and I'm like, ah, I just want to be normal like everybody else. And I didn't want to travel out of my body before I knew how to control it all the way. I would walk around with hats and just wanted to be normal. But that was short lived because then I discovered that whole new age thing. And I'm like, oh, yes, Shirley MacLaine or whatever that <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and thus it began again. So it was a very short-lived, you know, rebellion. Obviously you've taken a winding path. How did you find that you were able to be true to yourself? I think with learning and it's a constant every day, I still am learning every day. It, this is school. I believe this living plane that we're on is school. You know, some of us skip through school. Some of us go to easy, you know, school, some of us go to grad school, but I think it's a it's a daily thing. And I and I still do it, but I learned things like I, I was victim for a lot of years. I was like, oh poor the, poor me, this and that. I have health issues, poor me. And one day I just went, huh, no, I I believe in all this magic. I believe we are these amazing beings. What why don't I put that all into practice? And everything, and these were serious health conditions that everything went away, everything went away. And I went, oh, we are these powerful beings. So that, that's kind of really what I teach people. It's like, we are these amazing, powerful beings, but we tend to give our power away all the time. We give it away to other people. We give it away to limiting belief systems. We give it away to fear. We give it away to self-doubt and just picking it up and grabbing it. And, and we're like superheroes every last one of us. I love that you're always so focused on positivity and helping to empower others. Why do you think that people have these limiting beliefs and these self-doubts? Everybody's insecure. 
And I think the big thing is we allow ourselves to become victim because if we're a victim, it's not our fault. He did it, she did it, the society did it, the world did it, God did it, health did it. When we're victim, it's somebody else's fault. But when we're victim, then we don't have any power. As soon as we take responsibility, even if it's something we didn't do, say mine was a health problem from a drug my mom took when she was pregnant with me. I really can't, it's hard to justify that I took it, I was in, in utero, but if I said, okay, I was born into this woman who these doctors gave this drug, I'm taking responsibility for it instead of poor me, a victim of big pharma. Instead, I went, okay, I'm taking responsibility. I, put, I picked this body, I picked this situation. And then when I took responsibility, I'm not a victim and I was able to change everything. What are ways that you help to empower other people and make them realize that they can take control of their lives? Again, it's all perception. We know perception is everything. Even our own personal perceptions are more than what truth is because truth is subjective to each person. I think my thing is teaching people how simple it could be, simplicity, and, and getting back in touch with who we are, with nature, with ourselves. Even like with my book, it's, it's great to meditate for an hour. And yes, we should meditate for an hour. But as a rule, I have 30 seconds to pull it together. I have 30 seconds to get focused or clear or unafraid or whatever it is I have to do. So the way I see energy and the way I work, I'm a big believer in that mind, body, spirit, belief system, which I mean, 200,000 books are written on it, self-help section, psychology section, spirituality section, occult section. Everybody writes about mind, body, spirit, because we know when you get all three, you get it no matter what. One out of three is wishful thinking. You know the mind, you have to believe it or you're not gonna make it happen. You'll never surpass your own belief system. The second you go, I can't do that, you're leading into that. If you go, I can do this, now you probably can. We understand the mind, it's basic psychology. Body, we understand the, the body, we have to take action. You can't sit on the sofa and get in shape. You can't sit on the sofa and find a love or a job. We understand that. But the spirit part, that's the part that's not tangible, that people don't quite get. But what is that? And what that is, is the battery that makes it happen. When you have the mind, the belief system, you're taking action, but the spirit is the energy that makes it happen. In actuality, you could do it lots of ways. And we do, we can do it through our belief system, go to church, go to temple, pray, whatever that is, do it new age style, vision boards, affirmations, do what I would do, a spell working. If there's a billion ways you could do it, what it is, is the power or the faith that makes it happen. And when you have all three, unless you're trying to break the law of physics, like fly without an airplane, you get it. You could go through your whole life. You could go through everything you've accomplished in your life and look at the stuff that you've made happen. You've had that mind, body, spirit formula. You've believed it, you've taken action and then some spirit magic or faith behind it. Look at the stuff that hasn't quite happened for you yet. You're just probably missing one or two of those attributes. All you need is a little tweak and then it comes into it. Either you don't really believe it. Maybe you're not worthy of it or maybe you're just not taking action. It's like, I wish I did that. Or again, maybe you just don't have that spirit or power or faith to make it happen. And you tweak those little things and guess what? It just starts 
falling into place. I like that you, you always talk about that, you know, mind, body, spirit connection, because I feel like we so often hear about the mind and body, but I feel like right now we're so disconnected from that spirit connection. And like you said, it's so important to get out in nature. We're more, we're inside more than ever before on our computers, on our screens, you know, even I work all day in a room with no windows. And I think we're just so disconnected from nature, our spirit. So I like that you always talk about that to tie in mind, body, and spirit. Cause I feel like we're disconnected from that right now. Yeah. And this is our planet. This is our body. We are part of nature. We're like a tree. We're like a rock and, and we have to get out into it. That is why I do things like follow moon cycles. You guys, we are affected by the moon. It's not just the crazy full moon. Like they'll tell you at, at the police station or the hospital, every moon, we are almost 60% water. Our planet's almost 70% water. If you follow moon cycles while the moon is waxing, add into your life while the moon is waning, release what's not serving you under the full moon be in gratitude, make wishes for what you want. During the dark moon, the new moon, that's when you go inside, do some contemplation. What do I want now? Not what did I want last month? Not what does the world want for me or my family want? And then you just do this full circle. And all of a sudden, the good things in your life start coming with grace and ease quicker and quicker. And the stuff you don't need anymore, not good or bad, just starts falling away with that same grace and ease of the moon. Because we've tapped into the tides that early man knew because they lived out in it, but we don't live out in it anymore. We don't at all. So I, I really like that. I'm going to try that. That sounds really interesting. Yay. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you are an international best-selling author to the book, Old World Magic for the Modern World, tips, tricks, and techniques to balance, empower, and create a life you love. So tell me all about your book. Yeah. yeah, well, it's exactly what we're talking about. Again, super simple. Um, I realized working with people in my main job, one-on-one, -on -one, working with clients, again, it's like how out of touch, just like you said, we are asleep at the wheel, phoned in, automatic pilot. Use these terms. It's like, wake up, wake up. I actually think part of the whole pandemic is this wake up call. So I was seeing, again, how people gave away their power, how disconnected we were. And I was finding myself saying the same things over and over again. It's like, well, if I just wrote this down, then I don't have to keep saying <laughs> Here, I'm a, so I, I just started writing it and and then I was just guided by spirit guided by the universe and it's super simple and then still even when I finished it I looked at it and I go huh too many words cut it in half it's not about my words it's not about how I sound it's the meaning because when I started you know 30 whatever years ago I would buy these big books or interesting books and ugh, they would either be boring or too hard or overwhelming and they'd sit on the shelf. I would buy some simple, fun to read, empowering, simple how to do it book and I would devour them and break all the pages. So that's exactly what I wanted to write. So I unwrote it and, and I think that's why it's doing so well. You don't have to think you have any gifts, although I think everybody, you don't have to be a psychic or a medium or a witch or anything. It doesn't matter your religion. It's just stepping into who you are. Yeah. And I love that you said that too, that you made it very digestible and short. Cause I feel like just nowadays, everybody's attention is, is so, so short. So I think, I think that's great. That's probably why it's doing so well. Like you said that it's just, you can open it and read it through and it, it probably resonates with a lot of people right now. Yeah, it, it does. It seems to. So I'm, I'm very grateful for it. And I'm very grateful for any help anybody gets out of it. Because I hear from people every day, like, you know, they'll pick one little piece out of it or two little pieces and go, this changed my life. And it might be the silliest, what seems like the stupid, silliest little thing, but it changed their life. 
and not because of any words I said, because they put that perception or that little shift or that little change into action. And how awesome is that for that that's person? Really, that's great. And I know in your book, you, you teach techniques to help people shift their energy. Can you tell us a little bit about shifting energy? What does that mean exactly? Yeah, I, I think part of it is we are all out of balance, again, because we're not in nature, we're always in a hurry. So since I work elementally, the same way Native Americans work, pagans like I am, any shamanic people, Peruvians, I put everything into the basic earth elements, air, fire, water, earth. Put your whole body into that. Earth is who you are. It's your home. It's your persona. Oh, that's Desiree. She's blah, blah, blah. It's Patty. That's who you are. That's your earth. Your fire is your passion, creativity, love, sex, God, art. It's that thing that keeps you moving. It's the heartbeat. It's the, that's what it is. And that's north and south working because everything works off a compass. That's who you are. Your, your persona and the passion that runs you, north and south. But where we get off base is west and east. And with my arms right now, no one can see that, but I'm doing like an airplane going sideways, side to side, west and east. West is our water and that's our emotions. Just like I was talking about a couple of minutes ago, that like following the moon, we are almost 60% water. Our emotions are, they just have to flow. They can't be judged, stuffed down, put over in the corner. It's just water flows. And our air element to the east, that is that left brain. That is our thinking brain. That is our focus. That is our clarity. That is our air. That is our sense of organization. So if we put our whole selves into air, fire, water, earth, sounds silly. It's who we are. It's our persona, our passion our emotions and our thoughts. And where do we get off balance? Our emotions and thoughts. And what do we need more than anything to survive even a few minutes or days? Water and air, air and water. And that's where we get off balance. So if we go back to that mind, body, spirit thing, water actually does release. Think how good you feel after a shower, right? The touch of water releases emotion. That's just a magic that it has. Air, clears the head. It's a magic that it has. Getting grounded, hugging a tree, if you can, is the magic that it has. So if if you find yourself not as happy as you could be, and if you, everybody who wakes up in the day should, we should be happy. No matter your circumstances, you're alive and you get to start it again. So if we're not as happy as we can be, or maybe we're not as productive as we'd like to be, or like we said, equally important, we're not as awake as we could be. Again, we are phoned with, phoned in automatic pilot asleep at the wheel. And we don't want that. Or we try to numb it. Like people, it's like when you in the space of out of balance, that's when people overeat or do drugs or shop or all these things we do to numb it out and try to balance. Instead, if we just go, and I call these my 30 second exercises to fix anything. And if you just go, okay, right now, which is my element most out of balance? Is it my emotions? You got in a fight with somebody, somebody on the freeway flipped you off, big or little, justified or not, held inside and seething or screamed out the window, doesn't matter. In the second in time, if it's your emotions that have you out of balance, that's your water element. Literally what you need is water, like feeling a shower. You can't jump in a shower a thousand times a day though, but you can find running water almost anywhere, a sink, a bathroom, a kitchen, a lunchroom, a water fountain, a hose, pouring a bottle of water over your hand. So if we go back to that mind, body, spirit thing, walk up to that sink or whatever, turn on the water. You have to set your mind. With this water, I'm going to release this angst, anger, fear, confusion, whatever it is. Um, whether you're talking to God or you're talking to the element of water or you're talking to your higher self or your guides, doesn't matter. You are staying the mind, what you are doing. Body, you are sticking your hands under that water. 
and the spirit is the water because water releases. So mind, body, spirit within 30 seconds, healthfully release that angst, anger, fear, confusion, whatever you're feeling in a healthy way, instead of storing it in, if you hold it in our belly or we hold it in our jaw, we hold it in our shoulders, we actually release it down the drain to be transmuted. And it's really gone. And then if you need to deal with what caused it, you can because now you're no longer so mad at whoever that you could have a conversation. Okay, this is why I'm upset. So you've just balanced it out. So that's your water. Same thing, but say, no, it's not my emotion. I just have chatty bed. I'm overthinking. We all overthink and nobody breathes anymore and not breathing causes chatty brain and focus brain. And maybe you have a, an important presentation or maybe you're working or helping your kid with their, whatever that is, or maybe it's hormones. It's like I'm foggy and you want to be clear and sharp in your mind. That's your air element and air is exactly that it is breath. So just deep breathing, but I want to fix it in 30 seconds. I don't want to do lots of deep breathing. So what I add to that is sound. I do a lot of heka work. It's Egyptian magic. It's sound magic. Every sound we make actually has an effect on us. Every vowel, every consonant, it's force, it's function. That's why people chant. That's why we rhyme. That's why singing in church and all that, it actually has an effect on us as we know music can do. And vocal work really does because it's got your air coming out. It's pneuma. It's your life force. Even the moisture in your breath is your free will. So, but without giving you a lesson in hekas, uh, nobody wants. <laughs> vowels clear the head, period. Any vowel, any order. Think about it. Every sacred word is a vowel. Amen. Om. Native American. Hey, uh, hi, uh. East Indian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Falling in love. Ah, roller coaster. Ah, opens up this whole crown of illumination around your head, clears the head and focus. Ah, big sigh. So again, if you've got chatty head, foggy brain, can't think, got to do something and you need to be sharp as sharp. Same thing, mind, body, spirit. Okay, whether you're talking to God, whether you're talking to the element of air, whether you're talking to your brain or your mind, whatever, with this 30 seconds of deep breathing, 30 seconds of vowels, I need to pull in the air element right now. So whether you're sitting in the car or in the ladies' room going, ah, or ohm, or e-i-e-i-o with your kid, doesn't matter. Within 30 seconds, you will actually see the chatter in your head stop, the fog lift and the clarity come in that easy, that easy. And those two themselves are game changers for people. I've seen people get off meds and all sorts of things they have to take and relaxation drugs. Almost always it's our emotions and our thoughts and our thoughts and our emotions, our water and our air. In 30 seconds, you fix it. But same thing, say say maybe it's, you're just not feeling grounded. Maybe it is your earth. Maybe it's not so much your emotion or that, but we do all travel out of our body a lot. Wait, come back. Or you're you know, just like, oh, I'm not in my body right now. I need to earth. Earth is earth. Hug a tree or do that earthing. Get barefoot on dirt or grass. But if you can't do that and you're on the 35th floor of an office building, grab anything that is wood or stone, anything, a pencil, a wooden desk, a granite countertop, a hardwood floor. It still has the spirit of that tree or a rock or a crystal or plain old rock out of the garden or the diamond or the stone in your ring. They have the spirit of that earth element. So hold on to it, whatever it is. Deep breaths in, breathe for 30 seconds. Everything is breath. 
everyone feels this one a little bit different. I feel it like this warm earthen blanket wraps around me and I'm safe. Some people feel it like, ooh, the strength of a tree with their feet become like roots deep into the earth and their branches touch the heavens and the sky. However you do it, within 30 seconds, you will be grounded holding that little pencil or holding onto the granite countertop. That's it. And the one for fire, say maybe you need some fire element. That's passion, creativity. Maybe you have a hot date with your honey and you're tired or not feeling it. Or maybe that's also spirituality. That's the spirit and Holy Spirit. Maybe you, you want to work with your guides or your magical thing, or, or maybe you're just tired. Maybe you've got all the earth in the world. You've got too much earth and you got to get up and you're not feeling it. And you can't dance around a bonfire, which is my first choice. Light a candle, <laughs> light a Let's dance around the bonfire, but you can't do that again. The heck up for that is Z. It's a dragon breath. You know, ask an eight-year-old, what does a bee sound like? By so again, same thing, mind, body, spirit. So whether you're talking to the Holy Spirit, the power of fire itself, the breath of a dragon, Pele volcano, the beating of a heart, fire burning with this 30 seconds of deep breathing, 30 seconds of a Z, I need to pull in that fire element. Now, 30 seconds is a long time. That was like three seconds, maybe. So you might get dizzy. That's okay. Sit down. But within 30 seconds with doing that, you will start to feel a tingling in the base of your spine. It'll start to come up through your whole spinal cord. And you within that, again, less than a minute, you will have the fire, passion, creativity, energy, whatever it is that you need to do whatever it is that you need to do. So if we have these in our invisible back pocket, they're all free. You can do them anywhere. They all cost nothing and they take 30 seconds. Everybody's a superhero. I love that. Those are really great tips. Cause like you said, it's so important to get our feelings out in a positive way. And I think a lot of people just don't even know how to handle their emotions right now. So I really like those tips. Those are really short, easy things that people can do. Thanks. Yeah. That, and that's what they are. And yes, everybody is. This is tough time. This worldwide pandemic in an information age. I know they did it a hundred years ago, but they didn't all live on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, instant news. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. They weren't bombarded with the whole world has on a map, you know, and, and how many deaths there are every minute and how blah, 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 blah. So these are our crazy times. We really do need to strive for that balance. Exactly. That's so true. And suicide rates are up. Depression rates are up. Anxiety rates are up. And it's just like you said, everything is in our face constantly. We open our computer or our phone and it's just bad news, just streaming into our brains just all day, every day. And it's very overwhelming. So it definitely sounds like your book is helpful for people that have no experience in any sort of energy work or anything like that. Absolutely. You don't have to have any experience at all. I don't make you go look for things like Eye of Newt or anything weird <laughs> stuff. It's like, ah, you're worried about something? Hold on. Get a lemon. Get some salt in your bathtub. Take a white bath. Throw in some salt for cleansing, some sugar for sweetness, some milk for nurturing. Best 30-cent bath you'll ever take. Yeah, everything is super easy, free or cheap, and doable. Awesome. The stuff you awesome. have. Yeah. That's great. And Thanks. in your book, you also talk about helping people to become enlightened. Can you explain what enlightened means? 
<laughs> well, I, you know, that's a funny, funny word. But what it is, is again, I see energy levels and there's a higher vibration and then the lower vibration. And we all go everywhere and certain people have the higher vibration and certain lower and we kind of feel it out and we see it coming. But again, if we take that higher road, if we come into that enlightened place, not that we ever reach there, I think it's something we strive for forever. And honestly, I think unless you are the Buddha or the Christ or one of those way up there people, we really don't get there. And if we think we got there, we, there's probably trouble there. You know, we might be, <laughs> eh, ego might be getting there because it's, mm -hmm. it's about the journey, as they say, everywhere you go, it's about the journey. But I think it is seeing that both that big picture at the microcosm and the macrocosm coming from your higher place, you know, seeing the big picture when you need to see the big picture and seeing the little picture there. And then again, making your choices from the, a place of integrity. Like use words like moral code and ethics and integrity, not morality, who does what to who, who even cares about that? But this higher place, everything just changes. You know, that enlightenment. Oh yeah, it is bigger than me. And it doesn't even matter what you believe. Again, like I said before, I think that's the template you put on. What God or the universe looks like to you, it doesn't matter. Finding, but looking at what your truth is, is perfect. I like that you talk about that a lot in your podcast. You say it doesn't matter if you say God or energy or Buddha or whatever. So I like that you say that everything could be interchanged. It's whatever you believe that I, I think that's important for people to hear that so that they don't feel left out of the conversation. Yeah, because, okay, who's to say one is better than the other? Again, if you look at them like a template, we change templates on our phone or our computer. What It's a roadmap. Your belief system, it's a roadmap so you can navigate life, so you can navigate into spirituality, so you can navigate through the veil back and forth. It's the key to your roadmap. And there's a million different ones, you know, to get from my house to your house, wherever that is, who's to say there's only one road to get there? There's not. Somebody could walk, somebody could fly, you could swim, you could hitchhike. Why is one better than another? Exactly. Yeah, I, I agree a hundred percent. That's so true. And that's a really good analogy too. So like you said, with people being so disconnected, how do you help people or do you have any tips for people to get in tune with their intuition and to just slow down and get more connected? I like going slow and easy one thing at a time. Again, just starting out with awareness, just starting out with where you want to go, what that is. That's why I do techniques like dream school, putting a glass of water by the side of your bed. Don't drink water by your bed. Notice how bad it tastes. It collects everything out of your unconscious. But with dream school, you can connect with spirit. You can learn to increase your psychic intuitive gift if you want to, or just connect in through dreams through downloads, you know, and in the morning when you wake up, you know, that's committing two minutes to write things down. Everybody can find two minutes. Then you do, oh, I'm setting my moon cycle. Moon is waxing. Today's going to be a day of adding in or whatever that is. Setting purpose for what you want, seeing that balance, where your balance, it's just little baby steps that feel empowering. That's it. Definitely. It's little Definitely. choices and perception choices and, mm -hmm. and seeing how your choices, is it made consciously or subconsciously and how much of it is little limitations we've been living with our whole life without ever thinking about it. Exactly. I think that's so important to journal. Like you said, everybody has two minutes to journal in the morning. Everybody can find two minutes. And I think it, it really can change your life in that way, opening yourself up every day. Yeah. What are some ways that you help people manifest their desires? Because that's something you talk about a lot, people manifesting. How can somebody begin to manifest? 
Okay, it's all about focus. It's all about clarity. Again, I keep that mind, body, spirit, a complete part of it. Even if it's a spell working, I am one for ritual and working on thing. I like taking action to create something. So again, you want to manifest it. You want a great job. You want, or you, a money thing. Let's do a money spell. Let's do love. Let's do a love spell where these candles come closer together. Now I only do positive magic. I don't do manipulative magic. You want to bring the love of your life. We can do that. That's positive of magic. You want a love spell on a specific person? I would not do that for all the money in the world because we don't have that specific person's permission to do it. Now we're controlling someone else without their permission. You're not supposed to do that. You're just mm -hmm. not because if you control somebody else, that means somebody else control you. You're living in a world that you create and what you put out is what you get back. So put out love, put out abundance. So again, it's getting that focus clearing. So whether it's a candle doing, we're going to make a witch's ladder. We're literally tying knots and string and breathing our life of breath into it. The tangibleness, again, I do work with the elements because I just knew when I was a little kid, Kid, I just knew picking rosemary and mint out of the backyard and stuffing it in my mom's wallet would give her more money. I just knew it. It was in the blood. Now she didn't understand that so much, <laughs> but it worked. You know, it's, and then you learn, oh, the mint is a prosperity thing. Rosemary is an all-purpose prosperity thing. Um, I think it's in our blood. Again, it helps that focus. It helps whatever. If you're lighting that candle three minutes every day, somebody's working on a health program, you know, wants to control maybe they're eating, their weight, get in shape. Okay, I'm just going to light a candle every time I eat. And now I'm conscious of it. Now I'm saying what I'm doing with this food. Now I have this an awareness. It changes everything. Something so simple. I love that you're always so focused on helping other people. How did you know from such a young age that you wanted to dedicate your gifts to helping others? Well, I tried to do it many, many other ways. <laughs> like, like I said, I've done many things. It, again, I would go left. I would go right. I was like a model. I was entertainment when I was a kid. And then, ah, I no, I want to be a nurse. I want to help people. So I thought maybe nursing would be good. So I be, I worked emergency room. I was an EMT, specialized in cardiology. And then, you know, when you find yourself tap dancing on a bedpan going, maybe this was the wrong turn, but I'm going to take everything I got from that and take it there to something else. And I honestly didn't think it was just going to be in this more spiritual realm. I actually for 20 years ran a production company where we do very corporate entertainment. And where we're doing it is teaching new policy to the HR department and teaching motivation to whatever, helping people, but in a corporate way. So until 2008, eight, this side of me was actually very secret. It was a huge part of me. This, I live this, I was this, but I, since I ran this big production where I did big production shows for like banks and corporations and Microsoft and Mattel and these big companies, like, well, they can't know that I, I talk to dead people and dance around bonfire. <laughs> they just can't know that. So I kept it really separate. So uh -huh. in 2008, when that big corporate crash happened and like, ah, the corporate business was kind of, ah, but reality TV was going up and I had, again, Hollywood background. And I remember somebody asked me if I would do a seance, my, my gay, on a TV show. And I'm like, no, I won't do it. They goes, please, oh, please, wow. we need somebody who's legit and who's good. Please, no, please. Okay, what is it? And they, they go, it's called Mobile Home Disaster and it's on country music television. And I go, 
well, nobody's going to watch that. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. So I did it and it was really fun and it was really empowering. I got to help this little girl and I guess like, oh my gosh, this is so fun. I love the medium. I love it. They follow you around with cameras. You get to be you, you get to say your words, but no more, but no more because I have to keep this very corporate mm. world. And then I remember it. And when it aired the very next day, one of my biggest corporate clients called me and she's like, I saw you on TV last night. I'm like, oh, oh my I'll gosh. never work for whatever bank again. And she's like, I didn't know you were into the paranormal and spirituality. I love it. It's like, what? We had the best conversation ever and it didn't hurt that company thing, but I was like, oh, there's wow. a seed there. So I still even do have a production company, no time to work on it, but it just reversed. So I'm like, I am out of the closet. I'm out of the psychic closet, the medium closet, the broom closet. This is who <laughs> I am. And this is where I'm being led by spirit. So because of my being the years in Hollywood and knowing both sides of the camera that way, I became like the go-to person to call. And I realized even if you're on a a goofy little show like Bad Girls Club or Pit Boss with, you know, little people in Pitta. It's like, oh my gosh, I am bringing this message to them. You know, if I'm in the bad girls with these little urban girls fighting and I'm teaching them how to clear their house and how to put focus things and how to, you know, bless this tree that it's going to do this certain thing. And I'm doing the same thing to an audience who would never even read my book or come to one of my classes or lectures. So I just fell in love with it. Wow. That's amazing. I love that, that you really stepped into your true self and you weren't afraid to show people who you are. And I feel like that's opened so many doors for you. Yeah. Endless. It's great. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah. Again, like you said, when you follow your passion and you jump in with both feet, you're going to fly. Yeah. And I feel like so many people, they do, they hide parts of themselves because whether they fear criticism or they have this imposter syndrome, or they feel like maybe their families or friends are going to think they're stupid or make fun of them behind their backs. I feel like so many people are hiding a big part of themselves for that fear of criticism. Yep. Yeah. And, and we keep it dialed down. I, I have this thing, it's called a wish machine. It's got all these dials on it. I made my friend Joshua Warren. It's, it's a magical thing and who knows how it works magic, but it's got like zero to 10 dials. So much of our life, we keep dialed down, mm -hmm. dialed down. So, so you don't wake up the neighbors. So you don't, I'm going to keep it at a safe seven or eight. You know, the second you crank it up to 11 is when everything happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. It's so true. And then like for you, so many doors open with that. Yeah. And, and they continue to, and I'm like saying yes to life. It's saying yes to wow, this is where I'm being led. And this is, you know, the good I'm doing. And it's good. <laughs> yeah, so true. So many people walk around in shame, you know, ashamed of themselves and who they are. So I, I love that. I think that's really inspirational for people to hear that you were able to have these balance these two worlds that you live in. That's great. And I like juggling. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you juggle a lot. That's for sure. When I was I, looking everything up for you. <laughs> yeah, it, it's funny. And I like challenges. So if you look at life like a challenge, I think that's my biggest thing. Fear freezes all the time. Like you said, oh, I'm afraid what the family will think. Fear can make us catatonic and freeze and freeze in our tracks. Or if we think about it differently, fear is a million dollar industry. We've paid money to ride roller coasters, to go see scary movies, to watch ghost TV shows like Ghost Adventures. Mm -hmm. We get that adrenaline, oh, that's scary and we love it. What if we had that same appreciation of fear for the scary things in our lives, like, ooh, making that phone call or stepping into my power? If we just, again, it's a perception change. 
and then embrace the fear that way. Like, oh, yes, it's a challenge. I'm going to do that. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. I never thought about it that way. That's really, that's really helpful. Like I said, you're always focused on helping other people. So Lisa told me that I just wanted to talk to you about it because I loved that. Um, she <laughs> said you host a weekly outdoor fitness class for seniors. Is that true? Daily. 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 Yeah. And it, it's so cute. It's not just seniors. It's everybody. Six days a week, Monday through Saturday, rain or shine, unless it's like thundering, you don't want to stand, be standing on a dam over water and like <laughs> pouring rain, light sprinkles we do. But yeah, about 10 years ago, I discovered this fitness thing called Pace Express. And I actually did the infomercial for it because that's what I did. Um, and it was this beautiful program. It's, it's basic interval training. It's where you don't need equipment. You don't need stuff. I just thought, oh my gosh, everybody could discover this. Any fitness level can do it. Any fitness level. I'll have a 20 year old Olympic athlete that he's here to Hollywood make his millions and a 92 year old. I have an 82 year old who comes every day and wow. everything in, in the middle between hipsters and this and that. And we are out there outdoors under the Hollywood sign, on the dam, on the bridge at Lake Hollywood, 8.15 a.m., six days a week. It's great. When people first started, like especially some of the older, like I've just retired and they were maybe a school teacher in their 60s. And you first, you see, my God, they could hardly walk from their car to here. And now you, they're walking the three miles after the workout with everybody. There's lightness in their step. Wow. 16 minutes a day and then a walk. Yeah. That's so, incredible. I love that. Pace Express. Wow. Where do you find the time to do everything that you do? <laughs> <laughs> I use a calendar for everything. I get up at seven. When I take a shower, I put one, I'm going to do this. I put one, I'm going to do that. Here's my clients. I have to have it very regimented like that. That way it plus it doesn't have to stay in my head. My calendar tells me what I'm going to do. And then I don't need a lot of sleep, which is really good. I am enthusiastic about life. You know, I try for a solid five hours, but I don't always get it. But if I aim for five hours, that gives you a lot of time. If I can go to bed by one or two every night and get up at six or seven, I'm good. And those late hours is when you can get all the stuff done that you can't do other things. Now, I do not recommend for other people because you do need to get the amount of sleep that you need to get. Some people need eight hours. Some people need seven. Some people need more. I do not advocate getting less sleep than you need, but I also don't advocate getting more sleep than you need just because you're supposed to. Yes. So true. So true. I, I fully agree. You actually offer services on your website. Can you tell us what services you offer? <laughs> yeah. Well, I went on one, you know, counseling, of course, and which can include anything, my psychic skills, my mediumship skills, my witchy, let's switch things up to energy work, healing, because I, I work in all those modes, which is my day to day seances. Of course, I did one for the UK today spirits are fine on zoom it's like we're all at one big dining room table and today i had people in madrid and the uk and canada and the u.s just all over the world so seances are one of my gigs and the other thing that i really do a lot of especially now through pandemic is clearing energy clearing space clearing for houses, for office buildings, for factories. Energy, as we know, it's just as nothing solid. You know, seventh grade solid. If you hit the knock on wood, it's, it's not solid. It's moving little atoms. And everybody worries about, we clean our house, we paint our house, we decorate our house, but they forget about the energy. And it's not just all ghosts. Yes, I go in and get rid of ghosts and spirits and poltergeists. But most of the time, it's just, wow, everything is just stuck in this house. Maybe there's been some arguing or illness and no one's creative in there anymore. 
So we go in and I really clear spaces. I work very elementally that same way too. You're clearing it, always go counterclockwise. Then you're filling it back up and going clockwise. And it's like, even on a small apartment, it's about a two hour process. Um, wow. But everything changes. After you've cleared it a certain way, then it's okay. Who's allowed in your front door? State it. Only people invited in, people with respect for me, my family, my home. What comes in this picture window? Um, fresh air, inspiration, you know, a beautiful view. What do you want in your bedroom? Oh, really good sleep, intimacy, bath, room by room, and you're filling it up with intent. Now you have that intent when you go there, you know, whether you're putting energy into certain plants and this and that, and you're putting in colors, which have nothing to do with decorating. It's amazing. And it's amazing how much it works for homes and for families and for roommates and how many work offices, especially at work offices where there's conflict. Yeah, I do a lot of law offices and oh. agent offices, like Hollywood <laughs> agents, because there's this and this and this, and there's that negotiation and this and that. And so much of it seems like, you know, battlegrounds and battlegrounds. Mm -hmm. And it's like, ah, let's bring that piece in. Just this last week, I did a whole clothing manufacturer. A couple of weeks before that, I did a whole makeup manufacturing, you know, and through the warehouse and everything. Oh, it, wow. It changes everything. That's great. Can you tell everybody where to find you, where to find your book? Um, yes. For me, it's pattynegri.com, P-A-T-T-I-N-E-G-R-I.com. And that is kind of a hub. There is a link to my book on there. Otherwise, you can get my book on Amazon, Amazon for whichever country you are. If you're in the UK, don't try to buy my book on Amazon US because it'll be like $50. And so, oh my gosh. You know, <laughs> yeah. So your Amazon, you can get the book. The link to the US one is on my website, Patty Negri. All the social medias, Patty Negri Psychic Medium on Facebook, Patty.Negri on Instagram, at Patty. Negri on Twitter. I do teach classes and affordable classes. Every Thursday, I teach $10 classes through House of Intuition, a metaphysical store here. And I teach psychic development, how to clear your house, love magic, health magic. They're our simple $10 classes. I just, I love teaching it because you, you can afford $10. You can make yourself afford $10. On weekends, I teach 25 more in-depth classes through Haunted Diary. So there's always a way. Time and money should never, ever be an excuse. Awesome. Awesome. Patty, this has been absolutely amazing talking to you. Do you have any last words of advice or wisdom for our listeners? Yeah. Just remember, magic is everywhere. You just got to look sometimes. Find the magic. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I so appreciate you coming on today and talking to me about everything you do and giving so many tips and advice for people. I appreciate it so much. And I know my listeners do too. Thank you, Desiree. You're a beautiful host. You're a great host. Thank you. Thank you. So great talking to you. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview as much as I did because I loved talking with Patty. She was a wealth of wisdom and information and I learned a lot. I love it when I have guests come on that talk about energy healing and like the moon and water and the elements because I honestly don't know a lot about that kind of stuff, but I'm very interested in it. Like I talked about with Devin, an energy healer I interviewed a few episodes back. You should definitely go listen to that episode. We talked about how sometimes only talk therapy doesn't work for people. Sometimes only acupuncture doesn't work for people. Sometimes energy healing, whichever that may be, crystal healing, 
what have you. Those things don't always only work for people. So sometimes it works really well to combine these different aspects of healing. And those could really work wonders if you incorporate all these different things in your life. So I really, really appreciate learning about other ways of healing because there's no one way, one track to healing your different trauma or anxieties or depressive symptoms or how Patty and I were talking about just feeling really disconnected from your life or your purpose or just others, you know, not connecting with others, being disconnected from nature. So I love that Patty gave a lot of really great actionable steps and tips to getting reconnected, to following your passion, to finding happiness and success in your life. I really appreciated that. So thank you, Patty, so much for coming on and sharing all of your experience and wisdom and talking about all the different hats you've held throughout your life. That was so interesting. And I love that you're just a woman that does it all. Really, really awesome and so cool and exciting. And I cannot wait to see what else Patty is going to be up to in the future? Because I know it's going to be a lot. So thank you so much, Patty. Everyone, definitely go check out her book. I linked it in the show notes. So go check out her book. If you liked this episode, definitely listen to Devin's episode. I'll link that in the show notes as well. I think you'll also find that really valuable. And don't forget to sign up for my email list because every single week I send out a newsletter and it's full of great information and value, I think. So I hope you find it really, really valuable. I'm going to put that link in the show notes also. So definitely go and read the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in today and I will talk to you guys soon.